This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap with me, Dipanjana Pal and Chetan Bhagat. Which is the same thing as Rajashree Sen. Yeah. Only I write better, like more correct sentences. You have a sentence that you can write. Yeah. You even maybe do two or three in an article. It's quite good. Amazeballs. Yeah. But, but I don't have an electric car. Neither does he for this matter. But yeah. do you plan to make one? No. We will find out more about Chetan Bhagat and his ambitious Elon Musk-esque plans. Along with Beasts, Beauties, Nawazuddin Siddiqui taking on Times of India... Divas of the highest order from vintage Hollywood, a new cooking show. I can barely keep up with all the wonderful things we have. Listen up. See the cartoon, The Beauty and the Beast, yeah. do you remember? With Luther Vandross singing. Yes. And Celine Dion? No, Celine Dion was not this one. Vanessa Williams? Possibly. It was someone well-known who sang with him. I just remember there was Angela Lansbury as the teapot. Yeah, right? I remember that. And uh, Beauty had, rather the character's name was Belle, playing Beauty. Yeah. She had this buttercup yellow dress in which she danced around. Hmm. Um, the Beast was just odd, as he must be. Yeah. Um, but this is 1991. So for 1991, this was an extraordinarily ambitious uh, cartoon film because if you look at it, even today, the amount of detailing in yeah. each frame of Beauty and the Beast is actually exquisite. So come 2017, they have decided that they need to make a live action version Mm. of this fairy tale. Because Um, this is the new thing they are doing, right? After even Jungle Book. Jungle Book, Cinderella. Yeah. Famously Cinderella, which I hated, by the way. I didn't watch Cinderella. It was so... And Maleficent. Maleficent, yes. Maleficent. But Maleficent was not an existing cartoon. Yeah, she they was, created, yeah, they she was in the, Aurora's yeah. story of the Sleeping Beauty. And I actually, I mean, I didn't love the film, but there were certain things that were very interesting in terms of storytelling. These, like Cinderella, this one, hmm. they are pretty much direct. The same. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So the big difference between the cartoon Beauty and the huh. Beast and this one for me was the beast himself. Yeah, but who, when he became a prince, was horrible. So I completely, big spoiler, right at the end of the film, Belle turns around and says to the prince, would you consider growing a beard? And I was like, yes. Yeah, that's what, because he was horrible. He was actually great fun as the beast. And you wish that they'd taken Ewan McGregor and made him the beast. Instead of having him as a candle stand. That's what, as a candle stand. I didn't understand why. And um, also the song was sung by, other than Luther Vandross, Celine Dion and Peebo Bryan. Peebo Bryce, yes. Oh my God. Oh, Bryan. I thought it was Peebo Bryce also, but they've written Peebo Bryan. But it was a, and Luther Vandross also sang a song. No, I remember Luther Vandross's song very clearly. Yeah. This live action though, I have to say it's not very much live action, Mm. okay? It's got Emma Thompson, Ian McGregor, Ian McKellen, um, Stanley Tucci, uh, 
and of course Emma and Kevin Klein and Kevin so Klein long. so nice to see him after ages now the thing is most of these guys except for Emma Watson famously playing Hermione Granger and uh, and Kevin Klein who plays her dad most of these people are animated characters they're yeah. giving voice to animated characters it is an exquisitely imagined house and world mm. and all of that you don't really feel like um, like you're watching something that's been painted which yeah. is essentially what it is but it's not live action huh? it yeah. is very much animation still it's just far more sophisticated animation than before but tell me something early on that first song that Emma Watson has huh. that I want more than a provincial life yeah at the end of it she runs up a hill which has a tree and there's the sun behind it hmm. I fully thought she was going to break into my the hills are alive so with the sound I of thought music. the songs were very sad hmm. like compared to the nice part about the Disney films we grew up with was the songs were brilliant whether mm. it was Lion King whether it was Beauty and the Beast they were really well sung and uh, beautiful the tunes everything was lovely about the songs mm. in this like it I didn't feel like humming along with anything nothing basically I think it must have had a lot to do with the arrangement as well because a lot of these songs are old songs they're from yeah, the cartoon what. and you remember the cartoon version but it version. was just very forgettable so the other thing about this film which is why it had made big news was because there's a gay moment in this which is why i saw the film actually because i wanted to see what was this gay moment because the malaysian government which uh homosexuality is banned in, because it's uh, an islamic government yeah and it's considered a criminal offense over there as well as it is they, here yes but they have banned the film they actually asked uh disney to cut that scene which when you watch the film you can't figure out which scene they want cut maybe that's why disney basically said no and they said you all don't have to show the film it's fine we'll live without it the russian government also uh, had a problem with it because they have something called the gay propaganda law yeah and uh, they said that this is promoting um, homosexuality yeah like we'll watch it and we'll just become all our children will become gay instantly and uh, but the what they did in uh, russia is they gave it a 16 16 plus rating so children is, can't watch it which <laughs> is also absurd for a disney yeah. film right and the gay uh, moment. moment is between lafu who is gaston the villain who is far more interesting than the prince once he becomes the prince yeah. i think yeah so gaston's sidekick is lafu and lafu sort of fancy is gaston but it's so fleeting in the film you wouldn't really even pick up on it if it hadn't made such a big uh... yeah i i barely noticed it and i wonder if it's because we're kind of used to jokes about gay people and yeah it was just so like i don't know what it was it was very maybe the malaysian government's very sensitive there's a new film which will be released soon starring aparna sen shabana azmi and lilith dubey one would think that this it's really quite a fabulous star cast because they are all very good aparna sen frankly i've never thought was a very good actress because she does something weird with her face but she's an excellent director uh, she has also done some amazing roles when she has been directed 
by yeah. others i'm never going to forget her in teen kunna no but that First is film, something perhaps, but which sharmila thakur also said that yeah. when shrutajit rai because sharmila thakur is not known for her acting chops usually she's a, she was very attractive woman and all but when you watch sharmila thakur in uh, baby she said because i once met her and she was discussing it and she said you have to and she said it in interviews also hmm. that uh, Satyajit Ray, Shatyajit Ray used to act out the entire film. Hmm. So he, she said, all I had to do was imitate him to the T. I didn't have to change one expression. So as long as I could imitate him, it was fine. I hmm. acted, which is why she acted so beautifully. But hmm. of course, she did do Chori Chori. What is that film with? Chupke Chupke. Chupke Chupke. Such and a all. sweet film. And there was another film with. Uh, no, she's done quite a few films yeah. where she has acted. Yeah, I will give her this. But this kind of acting, like even I just feel Shottajit Rai films, they all acted well because he used to act it out. Possibly, for. but uh, but yes. So here's the thing. <laughs> Sonata. We're all in boxes. You, me. that woman in the window cheers miss typo why don't you make a list cigarette bad wine bad hugging and kissing very bad what what um petni shop chutney gali she can hear all right back home only in the brief someone who gets to bet them not so loud someone might hear you because i could not stop for them he kindly stopped for me the carriage held just ourselves and immortality it's called sonata which i keep calling shonata because it's a bengali shonata it's a bengali film so it huh. is the shonata but anyway so sonata has aparna sen like you said along with shaban azmi and lilat dubey aparna sen is playing a professor named aruna chaturvedi Uh, Shaban Azmi oh, is. Oh, she's not bong. Uh, Oruna Chaturvedi. Chaturvedi. Oh, I'm she must have married non-bong. They build that into the. I guess because they look bong. They the look thing. very yeah. bong. Also, because I mean, Aparna Shen is like the quintessential no, Bengali lady, right? So to expect her not to be yeah. bong in the film is. So Shabana plays uh, a banker named Dolon Shen, huh. and guess who Lilat Dubey plays? A journalist. <gasps> All right, journalist Subhadra Parekh, if you please. Okay. Now uh, the Sonata's trailer. And they are all playing their age, which That's is so nice. refreshing yeah. to see. By the way, yeah. This is based on a play. Obviously, there's hmm. never a film for three middle-aged yeah. women. There are, however, plays. Thank God, Mahesh Alkunchwar had written this. It's also called Sonata. Hmm. Um, I'm going to be the party pooper here and confess that I am not looking forward to this film. What it is is taking a stage play and not adapting it well enough for film. Honestly, and I'm saying this only on the basis of the trailer, which has some extremely poetic. as well as some extremely awkward yeah, lines yeah very modern some like, parts are we just don't i'm sorry even bengalis do not talk to each other like that but so it's about three friends the three of them are friends and it's like they shabana azmi and aparna sen's characters seem to be similar in their behavior and the way they dress and i actually so thought they were a couple initially jana <gasps> they could be No, <laughs> it's Bengal. Anything can so, happen in Bengal. So, uh, and Lilith Dubey is sort of the more modern one, and she is either married or she has a lover. We mm. aren't sure of that. Mm. Who uh, indulges in a little? 
roughhousing let's put it that way so she has a black eye in yeah. one and they talk to her about so it's about three friends and their relationship essentially i think i have a feeling that it will have some really beautiful moments but altogether it's going to feel like a play that's too stagey for screen so sonata reminded me of another a uh, show series. a tv series which is on air right now it's a mini series called big little lies which is on star wars premiere as far as i remember are you new to monterey yeah we just moved here a few weeks ago you're going to love it you're so nice this is monterey we pound people with knives <laughs> to death everybody wants to prove who's the richest we're talking about viciously competitive people and at the root of it was madeline exactly how psychotic do you think i am he's a lot younger than her celeste she must be pretty you know so bad we are so bad jane just didn't fit here thought it was nice for the nannies to get to know each other not a jane is not a nanny kind of like a dirty old prius parked outside of barney's she's a mom just young like you used to be or like we used to be <sighs> Ticking bomb. I'll leave it at that. Itty bitty ball of rage. Battle lines were drawn. Things never blow over. They blow up. Boom. It's a a seven part series, I think. So it's on four on its fourth episode, but you can watch it on Hotstar. They have it on Hotstar as well. You have to pay money to do that though. And yeah, it's seven. But it's well episode. worth the money, yeah. I think. So why it reminded me of Big Little Lies is because Big Little Lies is also about these female characters and about mm. friendship. And it stars Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon, Laura Dern, and a whole bunch of other actors who you'll recognize when you watch it. It's set in a in a small town, but it's very posh and everyone's very rich over there. And it's about three mothers. They are mothers of very young children. Their mm. children are around uh, six or seven years old, and it's the dynamic. between the children it's a dynamic between the mothers as friends so there are three mothers who are friends and you see relationships which are like nicole kidman is married to alexander skarsgard hmm. and uh, such she, a delicious yeah, man he's yes. very very good looking and she's very much in love with him and vice versa but he also routinely beats her up like roughs her up hmm. not beats her up to a pulp but uh she It's fine with that actually. So you see that that grayness of relationships that is yeah. there and you see that same thing with Reese with a spoon and her husband and her ex-husband and it's a very multi-layered story but that friendship is very key to it and mm. why it reminded me of Sonata even though I feel it's very unfair to say that it's similar to Sonata is that Nicole Kidman and Reese with a spoon have produced this show. Ah. Uh. It's and it's directed by it's written by David E. Kelly, hmm. and it's uh, based on a novel by uh, Lion Mor- Moriarty. Okay, and but the thing of having to produce your own show because you it's want those kind way. of roles. Yeah, it's the only way. Though that said, Jessica Lange and Susan Sarandon, <gasps> they've managed to do something so special with Feud. There was never a rivalry like that. For over half a century, they hated each other, and we loved them for it. They only ever made one film together. Whatever happened to Baby Jane? 
I'll get you the perfect co-star. Who do you have in mind? Betty, I promise you this is going to be the greatest horror movie ever made. Why this picture? We feel like Crawford and Davis may be a little long in the tooth. Why don't we go just a little bit younger? You want me to work with her again? Are you crazy? Never! Never again! Feuds are never about hate. Feuds are about pain. And action! I don't think either of them are producers. Yeah, they are both producing. Oh, they are, both they are producers, also producing. Right. So that's why that film also... So it's not a film. It's, it's a, a TV series. It's a again. TV series. Again, and on Star Wars premiere. Good on them yeah. for doing this, by the way. But uh, theirs is based on one of the most legendary Hollywood conflicts yeah. between Joan Crawford and Betty Davis. If you don't know, I have a link at the bottom of this yeah. page for you to read up on all the things that they did to one another. Um, it's uh, it's just fantastically dramatic, their lives, Joan Crawford and Betty Davis's lives, at a time when there wasn't that much of secrecy and they didn't actually work as hard to maintain public persona as they yeah. do today. Uh, there was a lot more flamboyance at that point of time. And Jessica Lange and uh, Susan Sarandon are amazing they are really good and also this was at the sort of the nearing the end of uh, both their um, careers. careers. Yeah. So uh, Joan Crawford and uh, Betty Davis and the entire thing about this, uh, the story is that Betty Davis, no, Joan Crawford came up with the script for, she found this book. So basically all the uh, product producers were telling her they aren't going to make a film with her and she right. wasn't happy with the role she was getting so she came up with she found uh, Robert Aldrich's whatever happened to baby Jane yes. which is about a woman and her sister and the woman is in a wheelchair mm. and slightly batty and so on and she went and she pitched it to Betty Davis yeah. and she said let's do this film together and let's bury the hatchet and do this yeah. and she basically drove this uh, film forward and what's interesting is that Susan Sarandon and Jessica Lang have produced Feud mm. to give themselves really These interesting roles. roles and it's just very you should watch it because it's got Stanley Tucci mm. it's got uh, Alfred Molina so the big difference in some ways, I suppose, from 1962 when the original Whatever Happened to Baby Jane yeah. was uh, filmed, the only difference is that today they still need to fund their own stuff. Yeah. But in some ways, I think they just have a lot more control yeah, so over the whole process. Yeah, so you see that whole uh, thing of how the producers, the director, everyone is sort of... Uh, pulling at their strings yeah. at Joan Crawford and Betty Davis's strings and making them behave in a manner in which they wouldn't mm. but they want to be in the limelight and so it's very well done one of my favorite books Mommy Dearest was written by Joan Crawford's daughter an amazing memoir one yeah. of my favorites it's like excellent yeah but between the two Joan Crawford, to me, seems a little better than Betty Yeah, she Davis. was completely yeah. nuts, I feel. Also, because if you read Mommy Dearest, you will read that she till uh, Christina Crawford, her daughter's name was, was 14. She used to strap her breasts with yeah. bandage and make her wear little frocks and behave like she was six, yeah. seven years old. And uh, But B.D. Um, Davis. Davis had written My Mother's Keeper. And so you see B.D. Davis in the in the in series. Feud. Yeah, she's the same girl who was the daughter in Mad Men. 
Yes. And uh, B.D. Davis has said that and I believe it totally that Betty Davis used to be a practitioner of witchcraft. Why not? Why not? Indeed. <laughs> she is Betty Davis. And she had the hair and the eyebrows yeah, for but it. But watch it to see. Like, you know, it's very sad that Sonata couldn't at least seem like maybe it had the potential to but be a But then again, feud. maybe Sonata will surprise us. Yeah, maybe. Unlikely, but watch but maybe. Feud and watch Big Little Lies for sure. But it's good to see women, like female actresses, now just saying, fuck it, we'll only make We'll produce. Yeah. Something outstanding has happened this week. Very, very unusual for the world of entertainment and celebrities. Nawazuddin Siddiqui has taken on the Times of India. Okay? Because Filmfare, one of the publications of the Times of India, Buki, published an article on the 8th of March in which they had a photograph. This is a web article. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if it was there in their print version, by the way. But at least as far as we know, on the website, on the 8th of March, Filmfare published a photograph of Nawazuddin Siddiqui with a woman who is not his wife. Mm. And under that uh, photograph, they wrote, and I quote, Last year was a year of breakups with only a quarter of the year gone by. 2017 does not look like a year of happy endings either. First of all, why are you using this term happy endings? But anyway, continuing with Filmfare. Rumor has it that Nawazuddin Siddiqui and his wife Anjali have parted ways. She, along with their kids, daughter Shora and son Yani, ouch, Mm. um, has left him and gone back to their hometown. The actor is allegedly living alone for a while now. Ignore the grammatical errors and the very unfortunate uh, choices of phrase. But this article has led to Nawazuddin Siddiqui sending an actual legal notice to Filmfare. Which I'm quite impressed. Okay, this is unheard of. Filmfare, first of all, Filmfare would not have thought of printing this news item Hmm. if it wasn't for the fact that they think Nawazuddin Siddiqui is small fry. They yeah, are, yeah, because they'd never run. They would never have run anything even slightly suggestive like this about the host of uh, A-listers who have had these gossipy so they things have around these them. Snippets which they uh, write, but in those snippets, they'll say a famous actor who lives in a Bandra suburb in a four-story building was seen with another like it could be anyone frankly by the end of it but yeah. they'll never name the person in this case they named and Nawazuddin Siddiqui calmly Shamed. sent a legal yeah. notice saying that this article has caused unwarranted and uncalled for mental torture trauma and inconvenience he wants Filmfare to publish an apology and write a correcting hmm. article within a week I don't know exactly how this is going to pan out I'm quite curious to find out but Good on Nawazuddin Siddiqui for doing this because A, like I said, they would not have dared to do this with anybody else about whom they actually have confirmed information. Uh, I don't know whether Nawazuddin Siddiqui's marriage is in tatters or not. I don't frankly care either. That's his problem and his business entirely. But to make allegations like this without... Having anything to back it up. Yeah, that's what. It's unsubstantiated. It's extremely unprofessional. And and they need to understand that this man is not small fry anymore. I think they also bank on the fact that nobody reads them. But now we know people do. Okay, uh, 
something very sad has happened in the world of literature because one of India's most prolific writers, Chetan Bhagat, has tweeted that he is going to move on from writing to making electric cars. Yeah. So this is sad for many reasons because obviously he's such an excellent uh, writer and we don't want him to stop. But his tweet basically said, turning gears, moving from writing to setting up an electric car project, always a mechanical engineer, smiley face, hashtag time to, time to get smarter. Now the hashtag I the like. The hashtag I, I fully appreciate, yeah. can I just say. Then everyone started making fun of him on Twitter. So then he tweeted, I am not going to stop writing. <laughs> it's part of something bigger. There is a plan. I am not at liberty to reveal further. Stay tuned. So I don't know what happened. Like, is he Elon Musk now? He's is like he... Elon Musk and James Bond's love child. And a writer. We have to throw in a writer. No, he's also. not a writer. Don't be Sydney ambitious. Sydney Sheldon. Ish, no, Sydney Sheldon was Actually a very had, good yeah, writer. Used to write, like the earlier books. Tight structures. So now Sydney Sheldon is dead because those books are still new. New books are being published. I think Sydney Sheldon is like a brand Mills name now. Mills and Boone, that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, well, more than Mills and Boone, it's like there are people... You remember there was a detective series that was Alfred Hitchcock Presents? <laughs> he didn't actually so, write yeah. them. Okay, so it's become like that. I suspect so, because the estate of Sydney Sheldon is something else okay, entirely so today. Okay, so that's a different thing. But uh, anyway, so Chetan Bhagat will be making electric cars. I and can't when wait. you buy them... And you sit in them, you will have Chetan Bhagat's voice reading out one of his books to you. You can choose. Like, if I was making a car, that's what I would do. You realize he's going to slap a legal notice on you for making up things? But I love Chetu. Speaking of men you love, mm. genuinely and intensely, tell me about Chef Kiran Jetwa, Miss Sen. He's spirited and he's a traveler. That's so. You can't stop I yourself can't because, from giggling. Okay, so... Fox uh, Living, Fox Life has a whole bunch of cooking shows which are with uh, male chefs. And BBC has also had Rick Stein's uh, India, Rick Stein's uh, Spain and so on. Hmm. And you've had Floyd, yes. Floyd's India. Which was fantastic, by the no, way. No, but it's... his recipes were very bad. He made pav bhaji once. I saw the entire thing. The pav bhaji did not look like pav bhaji from any angle. And he was sweating into the... But he's a British man in India. Of course Who's he's sweating. Who told him to cook on the side of the road? Uh-huh. Even we don't it do things like TV. that. It was good TV. But no, so there's... The last show that they had was David Rocco's Dolce India. Which you like. Which I like. Other No, I like because of David Rocco. His recipes are rubbish on it because for the simple reason that he's a very good Italian chef. But the whole sort of thought behind the show is that he'll travel across India and he'll take Indian ingredients and cook Italian food. Right. Or Italian ingredients and cook Indian food. So when you make a pasta with jeera Hmm. and coriander leaves, Hmm. I don't like. It looks horrible. (laughs) So I don't care how good looking you are. It's just looking wretched, that food. And then he's serving it to people who are having it. Very nice. But Chef Jetwa is also serving up rubbish food. So no, no. So Chef Jetwa is uh, 
doing this new show called Spirited Traveler. It started on Monday hmm. on Fox Live. Now, at the same time as that, uh, on Nat Geo People, which is owned by Fox hmm. as well, Nat Geo People at the same time has the Fearless Chef, which is also also Kiran Jaitra. Yeah, so I don't understand why they are competing with each other. But Fearless Chef had him do what Anthony Bordas does as yeah. well. He goes across the world and he has almost horrific foods. Absolutely. Foods means ingredients like you'll have heart of a frog, like a for live frog and all that nonsense. But Spirited Traveler has him come to India. Kiran Jetwa, contrary to... So he's... Indianish sounding. Obviously, with the name like Kiran, yeah. there is some Indian extraction yeah. here. So he comes to India and he's going to travel through India. It's on Mondays and Tuesdays on Fox Life. So he, uh, Monday's show was he'd gone to Kerala to the hmm. backwaters. Hmm. And it's a short episode. It's a 20, 22 minute. Like it's one of the half an hour episodes. And he went uh, fishing for curry mean. Mm. So you don't fish. Now, I didn't know this. You don't fish for curry mean. You dive into the water and you catch curry mean. So he does that. So and this is why you're looking so yeah, happy. Because he takes his shirt off. And he's a very, very good looking man. I think everyone should watch this because it makes for very good viewing. All right, we've come to the end of this week's show. So it's time for me to tell you the winners of last week's mm. contest. Uh, I have to say, I'm very impressed that so many people are connoisseurs of uh, Z... Z's, uh, what shall I say, erudite and classy programming. Yeah. Because all of these people knew about Kal Kapal Mahakal. <gasps> Z's program on Aghoris. Excellent. Congratulations. Excellent. And the credit for this question, yeah. of course, goes to our crack reporter, Amit Bharadwaj, when he isn't cracking the BJP IT cell. This apparently is what he's watching. <laughs> anyway, so congratulations, Ankur, Prachit, Prabodhya, Astha, Yogeshwar, Palash, Samir, Shirley, Ankit. So so many and Ankit has now got five correct which means you have a gift coming your way so thank you everyone who has been right who have been writing in and uh, remember you need to send your answers to contact at newslaundry.com what shall we ask this week Miss Sen I think we should ask something about Kiran Jetwa what should we ask about why is he such a hottie okay no 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 we have a good serious question okay Kiran Jetwa sounds like an Indian name but what are his antecedents? As in, what is the mix that he has that has made him this wonder of of chefness that he is? What are she said, fanning gently <laughs> yeah. next to what her are face. his origins? If you could tell us, like the his, origins of his species, basically yeah. parentage. Tell yeah, us parentage what he, we want to know. What is his parentage, and what is the? It's a double question. <laughs> It's a double-barrel question. What is his parentage and what is the sport that he excels in? Curry mean grabbing? No. Oh my God. <laughs> Before I drown in drool, I'm going to say it's time to end this. Thank you, Miss Sen. Thank you, Miss Pal. It's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.